What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This Haberman of Middlecoff segment is brought to you by expressvpn.com slash ham and mybookie.ag, promo code ham1 and SeatGeek, promo code ham. 49ers, Vikings, Middlecoff, here we go. Saturday afternoon. For all the marbles, guys. Are you, are you calling this the first playoff game at Levi's or are you someone's like, the Super Bowl was played there, so this is not the first playoff game? Yeah, it's the first 49er playoff game. I totally I mean, agree I, with you. I, it's like uh, when you move into a house, you have a housewarming. doesn't mean nobody's ever been there before, but it's your first dinner at your house or whatever. You know? Well, I, I was thinking, I'm going to this game, and it's like I haven't been to a playoff game in 10 years since I was with the mm-hmm. Eagles, and we lost to the Green Bay Packers, who ended up winning the Super Bowl. But then I thought, well, I did go to the Super Bowl at Levi's. And then I started thinking, does the Super Bowl even count as a playoff game? I feel like it's its own little entity. Like the, the AFC championship and this round and the wild card round are just completely a different. Like they're, those three weeks are just completely separate from the Super Bowl in my opinion. So this is the first. And there was what? The national championship game was there last yep. year. Like it's hosted a couple big. I mean those two events don't get any bigger in football, right? The national championship and the fucking Super Bowl. But it feels like those games are just their own thing. This is a legit playoff game. Like, to me, when you go to a Super Bowl, like if the Niners make the Super Bowl, win or lose that game, you're still in the fucking Super Bowl. If you lose this game, that's... People might be crying leaving. The, I mean, that would be... Talk about the ultimate sports kick in the dick, right? In, in in basketball or baseball. Like, remember, the first year the Warriors won the championship, they were down 2-1 to Memphis. But you got time to, like, figure out a series. In football, it's just... This is it, guy. <laughs> they kick off. You better not fuck up. You have one of those off quarters or Jimmy has a two-pick half. All of a sudden, you're down 20 to nothing. And it's just like, oh my, is the season going to end? That's that's what, that's what your kind of nerves get going once the playoffs start with just if you're betting on a team or you're a fan of a team that obviously, you know, we got a lot of Niner fans in this area. I don't know if you've heard, but I think there's like a, I would say pretty confident group right now, but... That confidence can go to... It's not like 
this this fan base is looking at this like the Patriots. Like, oh, we're going to win. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we should. We got a better team, but all of a sudden you're down 10 nothing in the first quarter. I think everyone would get a little yeah. tight. Well, right? especially because you recognize, like Kyle Shanahan said the other day, he thinks it's the toughest defense they've faced this year. Um, But to me, one of the things he said that was really interesting, because you, you brought it up on the last podcast or maybe the beginning of the week, just the emotion of the playoffs. Now the playoffs are different because he, somebody asked him, like, is it different in the playoffs? And the beauty with him is he's been in, like, massive playoff games. And he made the point that, that you were making that Jimmy, he thinks there's a value in the fact that Jimmy's just been around the preparation for all these huge games, knowing he's always a play with, away. With Tom? With, he didn't say, yeah, just he, didn't, he wasn't talking so much about specifically that he was with the Patriots, but just that he's been to Super Bowls. He's been to multiple playoff games. Like, he's been through all this stuff. Um well, it's clearly the Patriots, right? Yeah, yeah. I just, I just mean there's two <laughs> no, elements to it. He didn't right? like, there's the Patriots yeah. element plus he's had like the super accelerated path. Um, but they asked next to that guy, like he's preparing next to Tom. That, that to me is like when Steve Young got a shot. It wasn't just you know Steve Young finally got a shot on a good team. He had been fucking next to Montana right. and Walsh for seven years right. or whatever. Like that's kind of a different level but i think what yeah but what kyle was talking more about is just like the feeling you get when you walk on the field because the question was is it different and he's like everything's different because if you lose it's over but that's just feelings i love that line like but that's just feelings but to your point the reason i bring it up is like you said if you're down 10 nothing all of a sudden you're in you might be in your feelings a little more if you're up 10 nothing then i think you just I think it's easier to remember you're just playing a football game if you're up ten nothing, or whatever. If you're up, if you're just up, if you're if you're in a situation you haven't been in before, while playing in a game you haven't played in before, that's when it can snowball. You know, can I hit you with a nugget? Me. Eight of the eleven starters for the Minnesota Vikings defense have been with Zimmer for five wow. plus years. And they obviously have been a pretty consistent playoff. It's one of the, it's got to be one of the reasons time, they're great. Right? That's incredible. Yeah. So and it's just and most of those guys are. It's not like oh just you know this random nickel corner has been there with Zim. No, it's like Everson Griffin, Danell Hunter, uh, Anthony Barr, uh, fucking Harrison Smith, Xavier Rhodes, Eric Kendricks. It's like well there are like three first team All Pros Linville, and, a, how and about, a former Pro yeah, Bowler, Linville Joseph. Yeah, they, they got dudes who have. Like, there is an advantage of even before that game last week. Like, that was just, they've been in that game countless times, right? They were, two years ago, they were in the NFC Championship game. This group kind of started the year, people forget, and I do too. It's really one of the crazier playoff moments, I'd say, of the last decade that probably gets under-talked about now is that missed fucking field goal in the freezing cold when they were getting the new stadium and they had to play at Minnesota's. A stadium, and I remember like the next week, Cam Chancellor said that he was still scared that he might have frostbite. You can't feel his like left pinky. Remember, it was like negative two degrees, and your guy came Bud out. Grant, first sleeve shirt to do eighty-three year old Bud cold. Grant. It was like wind chill. I think it was colder than minus three. <laughs> it was cold. I think it might have been minus five before the wind chill. What was his name? Uh, Blair Walsh. Yeah, you know, missed missed the kick. It was, and it wasn't. If memory serves me correctly, it wasn't like a 40-yarder, right? Wasn't it like 26 yards? Like, it was pretty short. And he it wasn't even fucking close. And that team, like, they, they've just been in a lot of these situations, guys. Like, there's, it's not even a conversation what team has is used to this. 
road, home, whatever. Like you can, yeah, the Richard Sherman and uh, Joe Staley, but most guys are Buckner, Armstead. And yeah, you could say those guys have played national championship games. Fact. Nick Bosa. As Phil Savage used to tell me, Nick Bosa's played, he went to Ohio State. So seven of his 13 games a year versus Penn State, Michigan, and just the national championship, he's fucking, he's felt the feeling of Jesus Christ, right? But it's still the NFL. It's just a different game. Not, I mean, the game's technically the same, but just, I, I don't know. You could argue that, like, Buck, you just use that for an example. Like, Hunter, Joseph, Harrison Smith, and all those guys have played in countless, I, I would imagine if we added up the playoff games the Vikings have been in the last five years, probably like seven or eight. Maybe a little less, maybe like six. But they've, and Bosa, Armstead, Buckner have been in none, right? Obviously, Bosa's a rookie, but the other two guys have been in the league for a while. Do you think there's any merit or just like uh, takeaway for those guys to be prepared? It's like, yeah, we've been in, all three of us have been either in a national championship game or a playoff college football game. Like, does that even matter? Uh, yeah, I think it matters. Because that is a pretty big moment for those guys. I think it matters that they've been in just a game where you're, you got butterflies, you've been looking forward to it for a week or two. Yeah, I think it matters. I don't think it's the same, the but whole, it matters. The whole, the whole country's talking about it. 20 million people are watching it. You feel the the power of the game. Yeah, right. But I also think as time goes on, it's just now you've added a – now the NFL feels bigger to you than what you were in. 100%. And that's where I think back to your Jimmy conversation, like Richard and Joe Staley. Richard's won a Super Bowl, been to another. Joe's been to one, been to on those sweetest teams. But they do have a lot of players, like – like you said, with Jimmy, who's never started in those playoff games, what well, was there? Uh, obviously, the the young defensive linemen have been in enormous college games. Emmanuel Sanders, who they traded for, has been in games. Debo, I mean, I just say you play in the SEC, you're fucking used to playing big games. I mean, how many people are going to South Carolina's spring practice, right? It's probably getting 45,000. So these guys, they're not like ill equipped for people that have no experience. Because I, you, I, I, I've heard coaches think that's a little overrated. Like, like once you start playing, you're just mm-hmm. playing. Like, it's just, once the game kicks, you know, it's not like as a kicker or a golfer and you have a lot of time to think. As a corner, you're not like, oh, the moment. You're just like covering, right? <laughs> you're just like, well, they called cover two, so this is my responsibility. Or I'm Debo Samuels. He called a slant route. I'm just running a slant route like I would in a preseason game or like I would in the Super Bowl. I would say the Super Bowl is a little different. But once the once the game starts on Saturday afternoon, which is still weird to think about, don't really love. I, I wouldn't mind a night game, but yeah, whatever. beggars can't be choosers at this point. <laughs> I just think that you know you're like, well, I gotta try to tackle Dalvin Cook, or I gotta try to chip block Everson Griffin. You know, it's just it is an intense for a team that I, I just kept like everyone want the Vikings. And then you just like, God, this Vikings team is pretty good. <laughs> you really thank God they got Kirk Cousins because if they had a top 10 quarterback, it'd be a rap rap, right? I mean, they might be the best team in the league. Hell, if, if you gave them Jimmy Garoppolo, would they be 14 and 2? And Cousins was yeah, fine. I mean, I mean, Cousins, is a, Cousins was pretty good this year. They've been close a few times with lesser quarterbacks. That's the crazy part. They almost went. With Case Keenum. Right? Yeah, I mean, they went to the NFC Championship game with Case Keenum. I mean, they almost went to the Super Bowl with Case Keenum. Wouldn't you say, 
Well, they did get blown out in that game. But they were a game. Yeah. Away. No, you're right. That's that's true. But they were still. If you're in the NFC Championship game, you're 60 minutes away from the Super well, Bowl. Well, kind of, yeah. But. I think I think that kind of speaks to this is the team. Like if Cousins does play good, they have a Super Bowl team, right? That that can't be said for every like I, Seattle. Like they don't have a Super Bowl team. They have a Super Bowl quarterback. They don't have a Super Bowl team. You know, that's to me that can't be said for the right. Vikings. But the that's counter the would be football, if you don't though, have a, like well Seattle kicked their the ass. The counter would be if you don't have a Super Bowl quarterback. If that's your one missing element, then do you have a Super Bowl team? Well, I think your team has to be historically. You'd say, in our lifetime, you can do it. Your team has to be elite, and I don't know if they're quite like the '01 Ravens or there was a couple year stretch there, right? The Ravens and the Buccaneers, where your team has to be just so special. And I wouldn't say this team's quite that, but they're they're closer to that than not, right? They they do have elite players fucking everywhere. I mean, Pro Bowlers, like not you know did. Harrison Smith got in because Kwaski didn't make it. No, Harrison goes first. Yeah, Daniel Hunter, you know, you need both. No, Daniel Hunter was APL pro. Uh, you know, Dalvin Cook, yeah, he's a top three or four running back. Diggs, Thielen are just the top duo. Right? It's just, that's what they yeah. got. Like, their knock is, you know, Xavier Rhodes isn't quite the same. Well, he had been like a four-time pro bowler, was basically the younger version of Richard Sherman, so that's like their weakness is one of their elite players is no longer elite. <laughs> Thank God. I mean, it would be really good. Might not even be a fair fight. If you're the Vikings and you find a way to win this game, if we look at it from their perspective, they are then in a position, John, where they've beaten the Saints on the road and beaten the Niners on the road. If they win this game, wouldn't, like like you said, you don't really know what to make of that Seahawks-Packer game. But if the if we're sitting here on Saturday night or Sunday or whatever, and the Vikings have won, you might convince yourself you could pick them to go to the Super Bowl if they've won in New Orleans and in San Francisco. Yeah, I, if they win this game, what would be weird though is both Seattle and Green Bay. Green Bay beat them twice, and the last time kicked their ass. And Seattle beat them on that Monday night game pretty handily in the second half. Though, you're like, well, I don't think Minnesota would be looking at it like, we can't beat these guys now. We're fucking rolling. Yeah, to me. I, that, if, they, if, they, if they win this game, because the Vikings or the Niners are the heavy favorite, and rightfully so. They've been the, one of the best teams in the league all year long and really haven't had many just what-the-fuck moments. I mean, their three losses, I guess the one what-the-fuck moment was the, the Atlanta. And then the other two losses were on game-winning field goals with zero time left. One was in overtime to Seattle and Baltimore, who are still playing. And if the Vikings win this game, there would be a lot of talk like, can this team win it all? So, all that said. But they don't get any home games. Yeah, well, like, I know. It would be, three yeah, be the games. Niners' old path. All that said, if we go through this talking about it the way we've been talking about it, which is they've got a Super Bowl team, but the weak link is their quarterback, then in some ways – doesn't that mean that this game Saturday comes down to Jimmy? Meaning, if they're really good on defense and you're really good on defense and you can really run the football and they can really run the football, but you think the weak link is their quarterback, then isn't the biggest difference between these two teams' quarterbacks? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I, I think one guy can make plays outside of the offense. So when shit gets weird, and as it kind of does in these playoff games, and the other guy can't. 
So that's the difference. And that's where I think we've been talking all week and I wrote about it that you got to get a lead on this guy because when you force, like I, I did this article where I talked to a couple buddies in the league and just got the scouting report on all the, on their players. And the knock on cousins was like the, the this is what they, the guy said, who's advanced scouting him. You want to force him to become a drop back quarterback. <laughs> think about saying that about a quote unquote elite quarterback. You want to force him to become a drop back quarterback. And what he means thereby, you, you die you want at the end of the game for him to have 40 attempts. If he can get, remember there, maybe the first uh, game of the season, he was like 8 of 10. Remember that? There was a game early this season where he was like yeah, 9 of 12. But, but I don't think it was a close game, was it? No, they won like 24 so to nothing. Throwing, yeah. But but like I think Zimmer would be have a wet dream thinking about, a, what would you say, like a 12 of 16 and just... 35 attempts and win the game like 17 to 14 and just you know rush for 157 yards but just can have like seven possessions so here here's the that, game that would you ever say that about jimmy no you know the way to beat the niners is force jimmy to throw like that you shouldn't be you you can't well, say that about any no, of the quarterbacks say, except maybe you Lamar. say that you would say maybe your priority is stopping the run game right wouldn't you say if you, the Niners' number one priority is like you got to take Kittle out? If you can r- take Kittle out of the game, their offense might sputter. If I was just doing like yeah. a cliff note, like what? Because you the, the Niners can't run it. Well, then they can pass it, and then Kyle can like run screens that manipulate the run yeah, game, yeah. right? It's like you you take eighty five out, like you take him out of the game. Like if you told me right now, Kittle has no catches, I'd be like, whoa, and he's healthy. Be like, well, that's probably a problem. Well, if he has no catches and he's not healthy, isn't that as big of a problem? Well, if he's if he gets hurt, they're fucked. Not, fu- I mean, they could probably still win the game, but but, least, but, yeah, least, but then he's, at least if he's healthy with no catches, he's a decoy and they got to cover him. Yeah, you're right. Here's exactly. by the way, here's the game. It was Week One against Atlanta, Minnesota won twenty eight to twelve, but they were up twenty one nothing at halftime and twenty eight nothing going into the fourth. Cousins was eight of ten for ninety eight yards a touchdown. 8 of 10. Matt Ryan was 33 of 46. <laughs> Are we playing the same sport here? How many how many yards Dalvin Cook had? 111, I would have thought more. But uh they ran as a team for 172 yards. Yeah, so I mean that's clearly the formula. They they want not obviously you can't throw 10 times in a playoff game. Wouldn't you say that they would love to keep that number around 20 attempts? They get them like 13 to 20 or something and just run the shit out of the ball. I saw a stat was like uh, invite in uh, in Zimmer's tenure with the Vikings. Every time they've had over 40 rushing attempts, they've won. And, you you know, you can manipulate stats. A lot of times you're going to have a lot of rushing attempts. That means you're going to be winning. Right. But I do think for them, like they just naturally run the ball more over the years. With When he first got there with Adrian Peterson – then they got Latavius Murray. Then they drafted Dalvin Cook. Like, that's – people, everyone's ripping on Dave Gettleman. And I think Dave Gettleman just, like, stated the wrong facts of the running games. But I, I, I do think there was merit in, like, if you can control the ball on the ground, all Dave Gettleman should have said is, like, yeah, we want to run the ball. We have this guy named Saquon Barkley. We want to get on the ball. And everyone's like, yeah, he's got a point. I think Mike Zimmer just, like, we want to control the, we want to control the clock 
and fucking kick your ass on defense. That's just that's what we are. Where I think Kyle's like, yeah, we want to run sweet plays, score points, sack the quarterback, <laughs> do sweet shit. <laughs> Where Zimmer's like, our sweet shit is we're going to blitz you with like 17 guys, and we want to – we're basically as close to Bounty Gate without saying it. We want to injure people. But not like – okay, let me rephrase it. Hurt people, not injure them. We want to inflict pain. Fear. I Yeah. Was there a lot of like Zimmer in the meeting room this week talking about – Hitting guys in the mouth. <laughs> Not hitting guys, <laughs> hitting motherfuckers. Yeah, th- was there a lot of just, we're the tougher team, we're the more physical team, everyone's jerking them off all season. We got, hey, 97 and 94 and 22, and we're fucking the ass kickers. So if Bill O'Brien... That, there's just a lot of that talk just in general in the NFL. You think Bill O'Brien leaves the league if we did coach rankings motherfuckers? Guys who use the word motherfucker the most? Well, uh... Motherfucker Jones from uh, Horrible uh, Bosses? Yeah, motherfucker, maybe. Do you know a sneaky guy that it, Rivera drops a lot of bombs? <laughs> so, I would say Bill O'Brien's near the top. I, I would probably put Gruden in the mix, being a big swear. Like, doesn't does McVay feel like a big swear? Doesn't feel like a big motherfucker. I think big. No. Well, a big swear is typically a yeller because if you're yelling, it's just gonna, that word's gonna come out a lot. Yeah. Uh, so if you don't yell as much. Like, just is Pete a big swear guy? NFC West is probably I mean, I super like I bet Kyle leads the NFC West. Shanahan. I would say by far Kyle's it feels like you just look at Kyle you're like that guy swears a lot. Uh okay. I don't does I don't I don't know much about McVeigh as a, like a human, but it just feels oh, like be, he's like, Come I'd, on guys. I'd be surprised. Come on, Todd. Well, a lot of times too we, you're dropping we, it, you're yelling at people. Better effort, Todd. So I just feel like Kyle's personality is more likely to. Um, I'm just wondering if Zimmer's, as I'm thinking about it, like is Zimmer top five? I could see him not being, yeah. honestly, even though that was my first reaction was that he was. Um, I, I, yeah, I think there's a lot. Like I think Belichick's go-to is like, what the fuck are we doing? I think he says that a lot. <laughs> like That's, to me, a common term in, with old coaches. What the fuck yeah. are we doing? And it's not necessarily directed at anybody. It's just a. It might a be at like an statement. assistant. It just. Yeah, just it's just yelling out a lot at practice in games. It's a big CEO in, comment. In a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's looking at each other, thinking they're doing it uh, right. And so, what do you think? I'm gonna go. Twenty-seven to twenty-three, and I, I, I predict there is a moment within the first half. Where there's a lot of in the stadium, people kind of looking at each yeah, other, people on their couch, maybe heart beating a little bit. Like I could see, I could see like a pick six or something. Like maybe it's like three to three, you know, going in the second quarter, and Jimmy throws a pick six or like a fumble six to Anthony Barr, and it just takes the air out of the place. Like, oh my god! And just for a brief moment, maybe for like a stretch of a couple series, where it feels like the Niners could lose this game. Now, you would say, if you look at the Niners' season, they always bounce back after something weird happens. That's like, to me, their defining characteristic. If that, if that doesn't happen, given that, like you said, playoff game, one, you're just, you lose, you go home. Just for that one drive, you go three and out after they take like a 10-3 lead off like a crazy play. It might just cross people's mind like, we could yeah. lose. Where I don't think like, really the only team that didn't think they could lose till they actually lost was the Patriots. It goes through every fan. 
because no team has the equity of just like we're always going to win. Like until it hit, I would say until Tom threw that pick six, where it's like, are they really going to lose? They are going to lose. It kind of like, yeah, they're really kind of going to lose. And then he threw the pick six, like, oh my god, they're going to they lost. <laughs> where I think with fans like a Niner fan, you've never seen this team in a big game beside the regular season this year. There's just a huge unknown. Like I think if you're a Viking fan, you're like, we just got to keep it close. We got shot. That's how I'd be thinking. I, I was guy Scott Shapiro, who's like the PD for all the Fox radio station I deal with for the Colin show. He's from Minnesota, diehard Vikings fan. He's like, I feel I, I'm actually kind of confident. Not like I don't necessarily think we're going to win, but I think we got a shot. And I was like, I, I don't blame you. I fucking think you got a shot too. You just beat the fucking Saints in New Orleans. You kind of kick their ass. All you got to do is you have so much talent. Just make it make one weird thing happen when you're playing. Like the Warriors by like the fifth year. No one in the arena thought like they were going to lose. Took like seven ACL tears to be like, oh, now we might be fucked. Right. <laughs> but by they got to that, I, I don't not think the crowd would be like that. Unless you get up like 14 nothing, then there'd be a lot of like, we're rolling these motherfuckers. But if it's down like, four, let's just say this, hypothetical. 14 nothing down at half. I think there would be a lot of people like in the stadium on their couch going, oh my God, we're going to lose in the first round of the playoffs. Now, I know it's the second round, but like the first mm-hmm. game they play. And I, it wouldn't be like the Patriots, like, oh, we're just starting slow. We'll get them. I think there would be like, oh, my God. That's the scary thing. Yeah, I think that would be the feeling. A new I, it, team. To me, if they're down 14 nothing, then, then then more than one weird thing has happened. And I wouldn't give up on them at that point, given how many crazy games they've played in this year. Like, because I think if you told me – if you tell me right now Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't turn it over, interception or fumble – then I that I would feel really good about them winning the football game. I would agree. You notice like the Eagle game when McCown came in. Didn't it feel when the game was kind of close? You're like, I just think the Eagles might. Is it? They might pull this off, even with McCown. You kind of just had. It, it kind of felt felt unlikely, that way. But you're like watching it. You're like they can't get the ball down the field. Well, I know, but it was but like, yeah, it wasn't I totally unbelievable. So like, the Eagles, the this Doug, the backup quarterback. I just talked myself into it just so I could enjoy the game, but I didn't really... Same. Do you see today he tore his hamstring? He played the whole game with a torn hamstring? No. That's how he's yeah, going he, out? McCown had a torn hamstring. Pretty he retire again? <laughs> uh, serious question. I, I, yeah. No, I, I, I think he's done. I yeah. mean, wait till you do the Unless, surgery, the rehab. Well, and then, like, what if you get a call, like, hey, you know, we we, I, we know you're retired, but we'll give you four and a half right. million this right. time. Yeah, you know, I can you know, let me coach, too. You fly me on, on Fridays. I'm I in. love that his, <laughs> he has such a normal person injury. Like, oh, after 12 months of inactivity, what's the first thing to go? The hammy. Do you see how great his, jaw, you how great his jawline oh, I mean, is? It's, 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 it's almost too much. How great. Well, he's got the ultimate combination of just the hair, which is like, you think you got good hair? His hair is he, he he is I mean if you could do like pick make a player in Madden but for a good-looking guy with a shaved side and top hair, which is just are you guys even original anymore? Like once everyone does it, like you got to have a new pitch now. Like when is this is everyone just going to wear this fucking hairdo with Oh, hair? I know. I told my barber the other day like we can't I can't have you going all the way up to the long side on cuz I don't I, that's I don't I'm not I don't want to do that anymore. She's like, you don't want to look like a European <laughs> soccer player. I was like, no. Well, because you everyone has right. that look. Guy. Well, I well fuck. every single person. Yeah, but now I just got to hang my hat on trying to pull it off better. But I know what's what's my next move. But but my, my, I, my super, point I have is, thought yeah, about. I, do I just go super short again right now? Yeah, cr- create a new trend. Do something else, guy. Because like McCown, 
He doesn't need to worry about the trends. He was Here's born what I would that. say though is like everyone's doing it when you go to like a when you go where? Like when you turn on the TV and you look at a play-by-play guy, is everybody doing it? I don't know, are they not? No, like that guy isn't doing what it you, as much. You know what I'm saying? Guy, well, most of them are like 50. But that's my point. It's like, that's right. When you go out to the I'm movies. Saying, I'm saying a 35-year-old guy who's semi-successful and has good hair is rocking No, 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 understood. Right but now. I'm not doing that, And that's you. No, I'm no, not no, but here's my like, point. I'm not doing it so that when I walk outside, I look cool going to get the fucking mail. I'm doing it so when you turn on the television, you go, well, that guy looks different than all the other guys doing the same thing. That's my point. So when all the play-by-play guys have the same haircut, then I'll change the hair. But right now, it hasn't caught up to them. Well, yeah, like Bob Fitzgerald can't pull it off. But but this is my point. It's like most guys aren't doing it, trying it. or Well, Greg Greg Papas doesn't need it either. His hair is just incredible. But, like, if he was 35, he would have to do it. Because any 35-year-old guy, I would say anyone in their 30s right now that has your level of hair is doing that look. And and coming from a guy with no hair, I don't blame any of you. It's fucking sweet looking. But you just wonder, like, how long can this for go? Sure. Is this going to go for another couple no of years? No doubt. I've, I've wanted the you same thought thing. a couple years ago, people started rocking beards. And, you know, I've it feels that, like it's yeah. kind of cyclical. It doesn't feel like that's changing. No. Like, it's just... Beards but red. I'm just telling you, when all the other guys you see on TV calling games have it, that's when I'm changing. Like, to me, if I change I now, I'm changing before I need to based on the purpose that I have it for. One move that you have in the bag that you've never busted out, you Don't could go sideburns. normal hair and, sh- like, I wouldn't say shave your head, but go super short and then do a sweet beard. I don't. The problem or, for me with beard is it, may, it, you, it, it accentuates. I know people do it to, like, cover up. Neck fat, but to me, it, it does the opposite. It makes my face look. What's well, why you do the? It does. Yeah, I don't like it, and I don't like I, doing the line at the bottom. I don't. It doesn't. I don't think it's okay, a good well, look for me, and it itches. Maybe me, it's but. a maybe it's a skinny guy look, and I always thought it kind of was like skinny guys. Look skinny guys are weak. Chin. If you got a weak chin, that then it's a good move too. But I'll, you know who pulls it off pretty huh. well, and it's like you know he's a pretty good looking chubbier guy is Matt Rule. Like I just maybe it's just yeah. his face is perfectly shaped, but it's like. The beard with kind of the salt and pepper hair. Again, like I was, that's, you know, I, I like that guy's look. Yeah. So I, I think you could just, you got a couple pitches that you could just do. What about this guy? Hmm. Mustache. The, uh, my problem with to the mustache me that, is it's you, Obviously so, in your 30s but, you don't have that, but I'd say like when you're 52 and you're like, been calling NFL games for 10 years. You just fucking rock I will see. You know, I'm staying open-minded. I'm just telling you. Yeah. Have you ever done a goatee? I, I've, uh, I've done goatee. I, dude, I have a, my junior year school photo is with a goatee. In after, high school. I'll pull that out. After this podcast, I'll go to go follow me on Instagram. I'll post that photo. Um, I'm pretty, if memory serves, I, and I had long curly hair because I was playing hockey at the time, and I wanted it to fly out the back of my hockey helmet. Underrated thing to do on Instagram, guy? Yeah. Is just post something you're, you're, from your you're youth. high school football. That, <laughs> nothing will get more interaction on Instagram than just something pre like twenty years old that makes you look kind of like yeah. an idiot. People love that um, shit. I, I wish I had more stuff like that. I would funny. just that, that, I'll never have a post get more interaction. That's good. Um, I'll go. I'll, I'll take your advice and do that here Friday after this uh, podcast is done. Like just yeah, just post like I was. 12 in this photo and it's like a full beard people just you know just shit yeah. like that people love it yeah. uh anyway <laughs> i actually could keep talking about this but as it relates to the niner game i think they win by set i think it's like a seven point win 
Um, uh, Kyle will go shorter on the sides. Uh, and on top. You're saying he doesn't go as long on top as like most Yeah, people. I think he's – I would say like the way I do it or the way Josh McCown does it, a little more trendy. Kyle probably just will ha- might have the same haircut in perpetuity. Yeah, I don't even think he's thinking no. about it. <laughs> but he does get a lot of haircuts because his hair always looks exactly the same and fresh. But – I don't know. Again, I'll, like I'll, he, run, this by, kinda, I'll run this by Savvy at the uh, barbershop and see what. Yeah, I also feel like he's cheap. Like when you're just tall, skinny, it's just life's a little easier for you on shit like that. Like clothes, mm. looks, it just everything kind of looks good. You know, like when you're shorter and chubbier, you get, like you said, like certain things like, oh, my neck. Yeah. Or this. You well, just like think you about can't, things. Like Kyle, it never crosses no, Kyle's totally. mind. You can't ask a guy who's 6'3 with a 32 waist, like where he gets his suits. Because it's just going to be, oh, I just. Uh, I just, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. Just like, put on a suit. Where it fits. You know, or like. What Scott Van Pelt always call himself? Skinny fat? <laughs> yeah, see, that's, that's right. Because he's probably got, I think he's got a little bit of like a, is it like a pear shape? Is that what it's called? Right? Yeah. So that's, yeah. but. But you can put, but skinny fat, like everyone, oh, Scott Van Pelt skinny? Everyone be like, yeah, you know what cracks me up is when I see like uh, new athletic fit pants. It's like, well, th- yeah, thanks. Those guys have been having, pants have been, no, I got big thighs because of all the squats I do. Like, okay, well. I really, I pray for your struggle. I hope you find some clothes that fit you. You know, I got, what Have about, what about, about shirts getting... for guys with massive shoulders, huh? Like, God, I hope it works out. Well, there's nothing like uh, when you get a shirt and it's like slim fit. You're like, yeah, I'm not even going to waste time trying that on. <laughs> like, no, that's, you got any other size? I'll tell you, it's only slim Here's fit. a sneaky issue. If the, if it's a, if it's a t-shirt made for somebody with a big neck, well, you can't have a T-shirt with a big opening if you don't have a big neck. I got a skinny neck. I'm just yeah. not big. So that really accentuates it if it looks like the shirt is just like you're swimming in the... Yeah, the shirt's like hanging down to like your nipple. Yeah. Oh my God, this, I, I, this is not my body I need body it to be type. tight around yeah. my neck so it looks like... Yeah. Uh, so it's the fastest way for me to pr- look like a linebacker. Well, it's a ty- it's a type shit like if McVeigh's wife's gone for the weekend and he is just he like wants to go out, he can rock a shirt. I think he's engaged. Veronica, good follow on Insta. Uh, you know, beautiful young lady. They got a future happy family. And uh, he could pull shit like that off. Like, I bet McVeigh has pieces of clothing that she's probably bought him that just you and I couldn't even uh, dream about correct. putting on. And then, and not just put on, but like proudly wear out to like dinner. You know, and not even think, like honestly pull it off and like, God, John, that's a fucking good look. Um, this is quite the night. Yeah, right so I, I think it's a seven point win somewhere in the realm of uh, 28-21. I think... I, I I really I think the Vikings are really good. I don't think they can win without Jimmy making them. Now I mean maybe Debo has a fumble, whatever. But I think Jimmy specifically, when you talk about what it feels like in the building, because that part of the game he's eliminated that, and I think it's part of the reason why they've been able to throw some haymakers after it's felt like they've been punched in the stomach, because you can just trust Jimmy to go make a play. He hasn't had the weird fumble. He hasn't had the weird interception. So I think if if he does it, it's going to feel doubly bad because he's kind of been the guy that every week has felt more and more and more reliable. At the end of the day, John, at the end of the day, they're at home. They're coming off a bye. Not only did the Vikings play last week, but they came off a short week. They've got a really good defensive coach, but you've got Kyle Shanahan. Short week on the road, yes. too, so I had to fly they home. They are. Nugget I saw here from Kawakami that was kind of interesting – they are two and four outside this year. The Vikings are two and four outside of a dome. That's what I call a good night. So whatever, do with that what you will. But at, 
The bottom well, it's line. Like the, it's like the Packers, the Bears, Seattle. I mean, we can name their losses. The bottom line, they've had more duds than the Niners. Their ceiling has not been as high as the Niners. The Niners have played in better, bigger games and won those games. They're more battle-tested this year. Now, not big-picture postseason. And I just think, like, if you told me the Niners are playing Team X, who has the better coach? <sighs> I'm going with the Niners unless they play the Patriots. We could argue about it if they play the Chiefs. Um, not who's had the better career, not who's. See, I mean, guys, no, no, but that's my point. Little, but but I mean, this Kyle's my point. Never coached the playoff I don't game. Care. But, but this, I like the guy. Bottom line, it's not about career. Who is? Who do you yeah. trust more today? If I said, do you yeah. trust Andy Reid more than you trust Kyle Shanahan today? What would you say? Yeah. Uh, okay. I would, might say I, yes. I would say on this individual week, Andy coming off a bye, I feel pretty good about probably more I'm, I'm saying yeah, if they were right. to play each other, right? So you could yeah. you could say Andy Reid and nobody could say shit to you. But I'm just saying I think you could say Kyle Shanahan and also – Okay, So that's, that's all I'm saying. It's like, But th- this is where I'd counter, though. I would say this is the team that if, they, if the Vikings play their A game and they have a coach who's won playoff games, who's known as not just – you know, Joe Blow motivator. He's like Joe Blow motivator slash schemer, right? Like this, Mike Zimmer is known as a schemer that you go, if they play their A game, we got a ball game, which I think if you, you kind of take a step back, you're like, right. this is where the game could get weird. And I'm just... No disagreement for me. I keep, I keep thinking about walking out of the stadium tomorrow after a loss. And... That's how you know like, you're a true we fan. Said all, well, oh, we wait, said all... Well, we said all along... Yeah, just, I'm, new, I'm new, neutral. That uh, you know, I lean Niners, but just call, just call a spade a spade. That if you lose next week, it's gonna suck, right? Let's say, let's just go hypothetical. You win this week, we've said all along. But I think after a couple weeks, you're like, we did make the NFC fucking championship game, and we lost. to, It would suck losing to I think Russell Wilson more. It's like we lost to Aaron Rodgers. He threw four touchdowns on us. I do think you could justify it, even though it would really suck. I'm pretty sure that is the NFC championship game. The night it game is. next week? It is. It's like week? 6-15 Sunday night. So it's like 3-30 here or whatever? That's probably Eastern time, right? Because it's instead of 10 and, you know, 1, I think it's – is it 9-30 East? Uh, now that you say that, I might need to change a flight. Um, <laughs> it's a good question because you're right. It sounds kind of crazy. Well, maybe you're right. There are 12-30 – in 3.30? I feel like it would be 3.30. Fuck me. Fuck. Yeah. What What do you think? Where are you coming from? Seattle, and I booked like a 4.15 flight. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get home right as the game is kicking off. God damn it. What, what, what game? Do well, you we don't need to. Let's, let's on stay Sunday? on topic here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, this postseason has not been ideal for your boy. Uh, provided the Niners are playing in that game. Anyway, keep going. But no way around it. You lose this game two to nothing. You lose it fifty to fifty-one. This would be the biggest one of the biggest kick in the dick regular season to playoff losses I, I've ever felt. As just I mean in probably like Bay Area history, yeah. right? Because the the season was elite. You went thirteen three, number one seed. I think you have to win that. That we've I've been saying it over and over. This everyone's you got to win this game for it not to be. It'll feel like a failure, guy. And that sucks, but that's just the fucking nature of the beast here. Right. 
You got you got to win. So that's why I wouldn't change your flight. I just wait till F seven yeah. afternoon. I'm not saying they're going to lose. No, no, no. But, but, it's I, not, but I'm it's just, not, to me, it's not a for sure. I, I agree. They're a seven I'm point favorite saying, that I could see. They're winning. the better football. The reason they'll feel like a kick in the dick yeah, is because they're agree. the better football team. So if they lose, it will be because they have made a few mistakes against, in fairness, and to your point, a really good football team. I would we just agree. beat the Saints. They just beat lose. the Saints on the road. So all the logic I just gave you about the Niners being better, blah blah blah. They, the Saints could have been the, the one seed. Kind of kicked their ass, guy. So yeah, the Saints got lucky that that game got. I mean, it didn't look like an overtime game no. to me, guy. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.